Welcome to Pull the Pin Ready Boot Camp Edition, formerly known as War Room. I'm your host, Tim. With me as usual is Mike, and our Hello. special guest today is Tony. What's up? How y'all doing, fellas? How y'all doing? All right, all right. Uh, quick introduction of myself. My name is Tony. Some people know me. If you know me from the Army, you know me as Thomas or Sergeant Thomas, whatever. Retired Army, did 22 years. Um, enjoyed every last bit of it. Um, I never have nothing to say bad about the army because, you know, uh, it put me in positions to do certain things, you know, live the life that I'm living now. So I, I love, love the army, love my time in there. Now, uh, I'm a VA employee and, uh, in my off time, I like to talk politics and stock market. All right. Yeah, should we talk about the stock market? <laughs> yeah, let's go to the stock market. Yeah, that's that's what's on everybody's mind, right? <laughs> hey, well, speaking of, there is a certain uh, speaker of the house who actually took out some stock in Tesla right before Biden announced we were going to turn the whole fleet to uh, all electric vehicles. EVs, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, that's not inside baseball. I don't know what they're playing. Yeah. Well, and don't forget about the uh, the three, what was that, three Republican senators, I want to say about a year ago, dumped all their stocks. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> one, yeah. One from my state. One from my state. He's a turd. Yeah, it's, it's amazing <laughs> how they just do stuff like how politicians, they just do stuff like right in your face. Yeah. 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 And you just they sit do. there like, if that was one of us doing it, you know, we'd be arrested for Insider trading. Yeah. What, what was her name? Martha. Martha Stewart. She got the. Mm-hmm. She got. She was a yeah. punished for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. She. She took it like a Gito. She didn't yeah, tell she did. nobody. Nah. Nah. Just I put up in that camp. Yeah. She I think that's happen. a good argument for term limits. I think while you're doing your little term, you can't do any of that stuff. You should have to put all that on hold when you get out. Then you can do. Well, then yeah. nobody want to be a politician. Oh, there will be pop people. <laughs> oh. That's the whole advantage to it. You got all that insider, not even insider knowledge, but as, you know, working in Congress, you can actually help control or sway, mm. you know, contracts um, mm. to go cert- to go to certain people, certain corporations, CEOs that you are, as the politicians say, they was already invested in mm-hmm. before, you know, how they like to play that little yeah. game. Yep. So do you, do you think it's corrupt people going to politics or is this politics corrupting people? Politics corrupting people. But the problem is this. The problem is this. It's money. That's the main problem in politics. You can go in there with all type of good intentions. But when you get caught up in the game with people like uh, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, you know, you're talking with you're talking to people at higher levels of government. Mm. You know, you, you, you really only got one choice. Either play the game or they're going to try to primary you and get you up out of there. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like why like you see people like AOC um, and other progress, real progressives, uh, Elon, not Elon, what's her name? The, Elon? The, the, yeah, uh, the, up there in Minnesota. I forgot her name. But, uh, Elon Omar. Yeah, that's why you see nobody really take them seriously. Like You don't see like Nancy Pelosi. She don't care what they say. That's why LC and them says all that mumbo jumbo. And Nancy Pelosi be like, are you done yet? So you can <laughs> conduct business as usual. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's the same reason why. And this is what I try to explain to my friends who really just got into politics. That is one of the reasons why people hated Donald Trump. Like the GOP, the GOP don't really like Donald Trump. They didn't like him because he didn't play their game. Because mm. he was uncontrollable and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just do stupid shit out of the blue. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And people like Mitch McConnell and them, they couldn't control him and do what they wanted to do. Because they know Donald Trump not a politician. They knew that. So, and that just goes to show you that, you know, that money, and I tell my friends this all the time, only thing that matters in America is money. You know what I'm saying? I don't care if you put Black Lives Matter on the street. I don't care if you put Black Lives Matter on every football field and everybody take a knee. Nothing changes from that. 
because you need money in America to make any changes. They'll let you. They, they'll let you protest all day. You can go out there with your signs and sticks. They'll never give you no money to your calls. You know. Yeah, and it's sad. If we took all the money back from all the other places we're sending it, and just started putting it into our own country, uh, that might actually make a difference. Well, the problem is everybody can't get that kickback. <laughs> You know, those right. politicians get kicked back. Come on, man. Why are we sending $700 million to the Sudan? Mm. Really? The Sudan? Right. What's out there? It's got to be something, oil or something out there. But it's a politician in the Republican Party or Democratic Party that needs that to get done. Because they get some type of kickback or they made some type of promise to those people, to, uh, to the government over there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But those same politicians to turn around and say, I love, no, my favorite one is, we support the troops. And then they turn right around, go to Congress and try to take your benefits away. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like mm -hmm. some people, like my friends, they don't catch on to stuff like that. It's like they're just oblivious to what's going on around them. You know? Now, why do you why do you why do you think they're oblivious? Because we talked on this show a couple of times on about how uh, sometimes it's right there in front of your face. You know, no matter who did it, it could be Trump, it could be Obama, Bush, Clinton, it doesn't matter. So, why do you think people are just oblivious? Well, do you really think they're oblivious, or they're just so willing to give their team, let's call it, uh, a pass on certain things? Well, speaking from because you know ninety. 5% of people I talk to is black. I can tell you this from a black man perspective is that black people, for some reason, have to like you as a person mm. to support you. And when they like you, they see past all the other stuff. They refuse to sit down and say, you know what? Mike said this that I don't agree with. Let me look it up and see if he's right about my candidate. Prime mm. example, you've been on my page, Mike. You know I'm always pointing out shit Kamala Harris, and I'm I'm just point I just point out her record. I don't even right. talk about her as a person, just right. her record as the AG and the DA in California. If you a black person, why would you support that? You turn around and tell me mm. f the police, mm. but you say f the police, but but you you voting for a cop. Right. <laughs> You wearing chucks? Hey, you see everybody wearing little chucks and pearls? Yeah, yeah. They turn around and be like, "Fuck the police!" And I be yeah. like, "But you know, you support uh, a cop." Yeah. Who 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 record speaks for itself? You look on my page. That's I tell them. Look at her record. Mm. They refuse to look at it because they like her already. Right. They like they, her for whatever so, for whatever reason they like her. They like her. Mm. Same thing with uh with Obama. It's because they liked him. Oh, we love him. Now, now let me say something about Obama real quick. Obama <laughs> to me, Obama to me is like he's like the LeBron James of politics. Mm. Like the dude is like a a, a generational politician. Like mm. the dude can go anywhere, make a speech, and people be like, wow. This dude, even though he could be selling you a bunch of bullshit, but <laughs> people sit there, bro, I listen to him, I'll be like, this dude can talk. Like, when he gives speeches, like, he gets your attention. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's not like Donald Trump, who just, just he just say anything. Obama is a generational politician, and he can, um he know how to manipulate people. He know how to use his leverage. He knew black people love him. So, since I since he knew black people love him, he knew he didn't have to make no type of promises to get black people to support him. Why? Because we liked him. Mm. We liked him because he played the saxophone. Yeah, that was Clinton. Do, do you know though, isn't yeah. it a coincidence though that like a lot of politicians are former lawyers, prosecutors, people who manipulate words all the time? Yeah. 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 It makes perfect sense. So they're used to trying to convince a jury of people who are regular people that their story is correct. So they walk right into politics. The game is on. I mean, they're already in. Exactly. Exactly. And and and, and the funny thing is, um, you know, they start off as pop as lawyers, and but even as a lawyer, you know, when you're doing your job, when you're talking to the jury, you still have to you got to present facts. Yeah. 
It seemed like more people will sit on a jury, right, on a murder trial, listen to all the information. They'll go back in the room and debate for three days. But for some reason, when it comes to politics, the dude says, hey, man, uh, vote for me and I'm going to turn and I, um, I'm going to take everybody to Mars. And people will just be like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. And they'll support them off grip. Like, I'd be like, you're not going to research none of this. You're just going to run with it. Yeah. Well, he's better than the last dude. Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> That's Yo, so true, it man. Just blow, boy, it just blows my mind. Like, I just had to explain to this one woman what an executive order is. She going back and forth with me. I'm like, do you know what the exec- what executive order is? Mm. She tried to tell me she was wrong. But now she don't want to admit she was wrong. Right, right, right. You know, so she be trying to come back at me. I'm like, don't talk to me. I had to tell you what executive order is. <laughs> and you trying to tell me what presidents can and can't do. Mm-hmm. Like today, they posted that, um, I posted a, a, a tweet. And it said, uh, <laughs> black people went out, voted for Joe Biden. And his priority is making 11 million illegal immigrants citizens that's what black people got for voting running out there i know y'all seen it ran out there <laughs> dancing first thing hey, dancing in the uh voting line yeah 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 to get nothing in return just mm. to get pushed to the side for illegal immigrants right and when i try to explain that to people they just tell me well with Donald Trump, I'd be like, bro, he's not the president no more, man. Mm. I mean, you know me, once you're not the president, I don't care, I don't care about you no more. Because you basically, you're just another citizen of America. That's it. You can't, you can't make no laws. You can't sign nothing. You're no good. So it don't matter what Donald Trump did. And what I try to explain to them is that I'm an independent. You know? Really? So I like, I like, yeah, I'm a voting <laughs> vigilante. Okay, I vote for the highest bidder, and if mm. you don't bring nothing to the table, I won't, bro. I'm not gonna get out my bed, go stand in the line to vote for somebody who's not gonna do nothing for me. Mm. Why would I do that? Cause we got to get rid of Trump. I don't care. Why? Why is that? The, this is what I don't understand. This. I don't know why black people get so fired up over. We got to get rid of Trump. I mean, like, what do you do bad to black people? Give me, and you got to ask people this, give me a policy or a bill that he signed that was negative toward the black community, not toward you. Because you see on my post when I say something about blacks as a whole, it's where I'm fine. No. Yeah, yeah. It's about the group as a whole. What did he do that gets you so fired up that you just despise Donald Trump? Now, well, there's a comment that he made about how the bad people are good people on both sides. Well, we, yeah, and we don't want to do the what about ism, but we've already talked about the things Biden said that can right <laughs> And what I tell people is this, man, who cares what he said? Politicians and Politicians and people say stuff all the time. But the thing about a politician is we can go look at their record and see if they stand on what they say. Mm. See what I'm saying? So I don't care. If, but let me tell you, like I told him, man, I don't care if an alien was running for president. If the alien came down and said, uh, Jim and Mike, I'm going to do this for all your groups you, you represent. Vote for me, and the American dude says, "Hey, I'm not gonna do shit for you, but vote for me." Who you gonna vote for? <laughs> the alien, right? Who said he gonna do shit for the group you support? So, like, I don't understand like why people get so fired up over words from politicians. You see, well, especially black people. Bro, we've been here for how long? Yeah, but my whole thing is, it it kind of proves your point when you say uh, they have to like them. So yeah. when, he, when he made a comment like that, which and if you really research it, it was taken out of context, but let's just keep it in the context that it was spreading. Uh, that means they don't like them because he said they're good people on both sides, right? So now they have a reason not to like them. So it's like Donald Trump out or bust, you know what I mean? And that, yeah. I think that's, that, that's not the only thing, as you very well know, but yeah. You can, you can even argue, I think you've said this before, that once that, that thought is in the back of their mind, everything is put through that filter now. So yeah. they'll never find a reason to like him because they already convinced that they don't like him because of that one incident. And 
they don't want to look stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. I think a lot of it is. That's why you, bro, let me tell you something. People was talking when the election was coming up and I was telling people, bro, don't, don't be fooled. It's a lot of Trump supporters. They just won't tell you that because if you tell them you're going to vote for Trump, they automatically label you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You tell somebody you vote, for, you could be a black dude and be like, yeah, I'm going to vote for Trump. They'd be like, you racist. You'd be like, yeah. <laughs> bro, I done heard it all, dog. And I don't even Sell support out. Trump. Yeah, yeah. I don't support Trump, but they call me a Trump supporter. They say I'm... They say I don't stand on what I what uh, what I be saying because, like I tell them, my politics is pro black. Okay, meaning I'm looking for something that's going to benefit black people as a. Let me change that. Black Americans, not mm-hmm. uh, black immigrants, because mm-hmm. black immigrants come over here for for a reason because they they can get benefits and uh, well immigrants, but. This is why I don't classify blacks, American blacks and black immigrants in the same group yeah. because black immigrants, if they come over here and fuck up, they can go back home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. They can go home. Am I right? Yeah. Be like, you know what, Jim, Mike? Hey, I fucked up. I'm going back to Kenya. <laughs> black people, hey, you born in America. You born in America. If you fuck up here, there ain't no way for you to go. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta try to get that credit score back up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. And that's why, you know, that's why you never hear me. I never use the term people of color. I tell them I'm black. I'm not a person of color because mm-hmm. black issues, Hispanic issues, uh, Indian issues, our issues are different. They're not the same. You know what I'm saying? So, and I know why they do it because of benign neglect. You know what I'm saying? Back to mm-hmm. Nixon. I, I know why they do it. And I'll be just, all I do is try to explain to people, hey, as a black person, you need to be focused on black issues. Why do you care that Trump building a wall? Why do you care as a black person? How does that hurt you if he build a wall? It don't. But for some reason, here come the black people. Oh my God, he building a wall. I'd be like, and you need to be focused on how come we don't own nothing in this country? How come as a group, we're dead last in all economic standards when it comes to all races? You know what I'm saying? I know most of my black friends, you know, probably don't even got a thousand dollars in their bank account. If their car broke right now, they couldn't fix it. But you worried about uh, Donald Trump Put, put they, putting kids in cages. You know what I'm saying? Even though I tell them, well, you know, Obama put them in cages too. <laughs> and, you know, then, you know, they change the subject after well, that. That's different. that's different. Obama's not a racist. Hey, I'm just no, saying, it's, it's not. That's different because we like Obama. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Right. <laughs> not a racist. If yeah. you look on my page, it's my homegirl, Rona Allen. She always say that no matter what I put. Well, I, it's just the kids in cages that gets me. And I said, well, you didn't say nothing with Obama. And mm. she got, you know, she got a little upset with her reply. I was like, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. But that goes to my point. When we like somebody, we look past whatever they did, no matter how bad it was. You know what yeah, I'm that's a, yeah, it's a good point. Great point. Because it happened like it, Yeah, like when you said the thing about uh, Clinton with the saxophone on Arsenio Hall, everybody loved him. He got so popular, wow, wow, wow. Then he signed that crime bill, and everybody was like, well, you know, they had to do something. Yeah, no, You know man. what I mean? This is the, the black response. This is the black response, right? This is what you hear. <laughs> well, the Congressional Black Congress endorsed it. I'd be like, who? <laughs> When have they done anything for black people? I'd be like, name me something the CBC done for blacks. Mm. They ain't done nothing for black people. And they probably be the Congressional Black Con- uh, uh, Caucus. But when you look at them, guess what they doing? Supporting, Im- supporting immigrants. Supporting mm. the illegal immigration. They out there pushing DACA. You know, not Do- uh, Dreamer, the Dreamers. That's what they've been pushing. And I'd be like, you, you're not the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. <laughs> You the, you the black caucus. What you doing for black people? Because, like I tell people, I think, it's just my per- personal opinion, I think 
90% of black issues could be solved economically. Mm. Because guess what? If you pump, and when I say that, you know, when I'm talking on Facebook, I got to be detailed because they be like, well, you can't just give black people $10,000. I'm like, I'm not talking about giving people cash. I'm talking about first, let's not send the money. I don't care if you support HBCUs because guess what? We barely get into college anyway. Mm-hmm. How about you take that money, build up our public schools where a majority of, of black kids go. So guess what? We can, those black kids can think about being something else besides a rapper or athlete. You know what I'm saying? When you right. talk to little kids, they, um, they got all type of dreams. I want to be a doctor, a lawyer. But then as you grow up and if they in the wrong surrounding, they, I've, they know that's not going to happen. One, because they're too, they, they, they're too poor to even focus on education. Because guess what? If you had jobs in, in the hood, guess what? The kids don't got to join gangs. They join gangs for, to get money. Mm-hmm. They don't join because it's a family. That's bullshit. They join because these dudes over here is the one making the money. My mom over here struggling. I need to chip in or do something. So you got to start economically for black people. But you know, we too caught up on symbolism. You know what I'm saying? They over here celebrating that Harriet Tubman $20 bill, man. Like, like I don't know. Like, we just got free from slavery or something. But- well, can, I ask, can I ask a question? Because uh, I'm, I'm listening here, and, and I, I hear the, the money part of it. And uh, I kind of don't feel like the money's the, the percentage you give. Not that, you know, that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you just literally told us all about how black people are doing this, this, this in a mental aspect. So at what point do you have to take money and combine it with the, Hey, you got to change your attitude. Stop voting for the people who are, are putting out. Cause who's to say that they don't get the money and then they keep voting for Democrats. And then they just, the money's getting sucked away into stupid stuff. I mean, at what point do, does it have to be a change of mind uh, as well as money? I can't well, believe that would be like 10%. No, I see, I see what you're saying. And that's what I do on my little Facebook page. I try to inform people that, And I went back to my point. You have to vote for the person who's going to do something for your group that you represent. You can't sit there and say, you know what? I'm going to support. I'm going to vote for Joe Biden because I don't like Donald Trump. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's part of what you were saying. The mental thing, the media, a lot of uh, uh, people older than me. I think that's boomers, right? Because I'm 43. So I think it's boomers. They get their news from uh, MSNBC, Fox News, CNN. They don't look nowhere else. So whatever, wherever they get their information from, that's what they roll with. They do no research. Okay? So you have to get at the kids early. What happened in this election that's positive? You had a lot of black people actually paying attention to politics, but they was they was paying attention to just enough to say, I'm going to vote for Joe Biden. I hate Donald Trump. They didn't dig into the fact to where they're like, you know what, Mr. Biden, what are you going to do? Because at the end of the day, correct me if I'm wrong, a politician is supposed to earn your vote. That's right. So you don't hear, I didn't hear in all those debates, I think they only had two presidential debates. Uh, they had like a couple of Democratic primaries, but uh, primary debates. But you never heard nobody say, what, it, you, what are you going to do for black people and be specific? They, they, when they did ask them, they say, go to my website. I go to yeah. Joe Biden's website, and it's just generic stuff. I'm going to send uh, uh, $50 million to uh, low-income areas. Low-income? No. What are you going to do for black people? Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, hurry up. I'll walk another one. Because low-income... Because low income can mean anybody. You know what I'm saying? That's it. And like I was saying, going back to going back to Jim's point, that's what I try to do on my Facebook page. I try to educate people, saying, "Hey, oh, let me walk here real quick, guys." I try to ed- I try to educate people, mostly black people, because that's who on my Facebook page about voting in your best interest, not who you like. Yeah, I don't have to, and you know that by being in the army. 
you work with people you didn't like all the time. But mm-hmm. guess what? We had a mission. The mission gonna get done. That's it. So it's gonna get yeah. done. You don't have yeah. to like the person, but we got to get out of that mentality of liking the person mm-hmm. and looking what what are they giving me. That's right. Because at the end of the day, that's what everybody does. Like, well, just see, like uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Like you don't see business owners, people who own businesses. They wasn't vote for Joe Biden. They're like, I'm voting for my best interest, my business. Now, guess what? Do I gotta take some bullshit from Trump with him on, st- uh, him on stage saying stupid shit? Yeah, but for me and my group of business owners, it's better for us for the next four years to have Trump in charge. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But for some reason, we don't think like that. Probably because. When we're born, we're born to be a Democrat because your parents drill it in your head. Vote for them, the Democrat, because the Republicans are racist. Like, that's, I, I've been drilled that in my head, and I didn't even know shit about politics. Well, that's Tony. That's what I'm getting at. I, I think uh, I think what, what even the black community, obviously, I can't speak for them. I'm not allowed a white guy. But I think <laughs> what you're doing is actually more important than the money. And I, and I think the way we illustrated that was me and Mike talked about this about athletes. I mean, besides the fact that sometimes certain colored quarterbacks get tips that others don't, I mean, when you make that kind of money, you can hire somebody to get you financially straight. But yet a lot of that money is spent because I think their attitude is not on the right plane that they need to, to get themselves to a, a state of success long term. Well, yeah, so it is. I'm on that. I didn't cut you off. No, no, it's, it's good. No, what I was gonna say was, yeah, because you gotta, you got, you gotta feel this. In the black community, um, and Mike could probably speak on it. When we, when we come up, nobody teaches us about money. That's nobody, what, that, yep, that's what I was gonna nobody say. Nobody, te- and, and that's why, I like, when it comes to athletes. You know, a lot of the people who report on him, oh, he went broke, blah, 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 blah. They never mention that part because most of those athletes probably came from the hood, probably came from single parent homes. Mm-hmm. Mom or dad probably didn't know know about money. Yep. You know, it's, it's one thing to know money and to spend money. They, you know, that's different things. So when those athletes do get up there, one, if you look, a lot of times the ones who go broke, so-called hire some type of financial advisor. And the financial advisor person rips them off for millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the same thing that happened to Clinton Portis for the Redskins. I mean, for the mm-hmm. football team. Because they had an article for him. <laughs> and, you know, Clinton Portis, hey, he was sitting outside his financial advisor house. He was about to go in there and kill him. He did a whole article on that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we not taught money. And that's why I say, on my page, I talk stocks. I'm yeah. self-taught, right, on stocks, on the, on the market, on cryptocurrency. I'm self-taught. So what I do is I try to pass my information along to, you know, I put it on my Facebook page. And, you know, a lot of people hit me up about it because nobody teaches us. That's not taught in black area, in low-income black areas. Right. Maybe in the black, in the suburbs with black people. But... Money is not taught to us at an early age. That's why you'll see like some white people, they'd be like, How the heck did he just blow through fifty million dollars? Yeah. Cause to you, cause that to that person who know money, that makes you should not be broke, make and you make fifty million dollars. You see what I'm saying? So that goes yeah. back to education into black areas. But you know, now I live in Coppers Cove, which is mixed, it's a military area. And this high school don't teach these kids about money neither. So I mean, yeah, I was gonna say that my kids aren't even learning about money in school. They don't. They don't even teach it. Yeah, I gotta teach them anything. And yeah, kind of make you think: is it some type of plan? That's a whole conspiracy theory right there. Keep people yeah. dumb. Keep us dumb and uninformed with money. And guess what? Then the government can do what they want. It's just like yeah. I was debating with somebody. They was asking me. <laughs> they say I was talking about the stimulus package. And I was talking about reparations. And he said, uh, <laughs> where they going to get the money from for reparations? I was like, <laughs> what you mean? They're just going to print it like they do everything else. The Fed just going to print it and the government just going to owe them more money. But, you know, the dollar's sinking anyway. So, yeah. 
I always said that if I think if I was a king for a day, that's one thing I would do. Just give the reparations out. Just hey, I don't want to hear about it no more. Here, here's the and money. Yeah, hey, 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 that's it. That's it. That's it. Do you think that would solve it though, Mike? Do you really think that there wouldn't be a, a new generation? Of saying, hey, we didn't get ours. That you, well, you're, you well, you're always gonna have that, but at least you right. can you can always say that America, like uh, you know, they get up there and they apologize for America and all her <laughs> wrongdoings in the past. But hey, America did pay her debt somehow, some way. Yeah, you know, to the generation at the time. You know what I mean? So that's why I say just if they would have just done that, and then not that they wouldn't hear about it anymore, but it wouldn't be a platform many people can stand on. Hey, if they would have just gave out the 40 acres in a mule, it would have been done hundreds of years ago. Yeah. Been a lot cheaper. Been a lot easier, too. Yeah, yeah. Been a lot cheaper. Yeah. You know, 40 acres and it, in a mule. But now, if you talk about today, depending on, you know, 40 acres in a mule versus whatever the equivalent uh, monetary value is, I, I say this, going by what Tony was speaking on, hey, six months, everybody would be right back where they were. I was just going to say yeah. that because the government would figure out a way to foreclose on your 40 acres and the mule yeah. die will starve yeah. you. Yeah. You know what they'll do? All the government going to do, do is tax it. That's it. Yep. That's it, man. They'll, they'll tax hey, it. They're going to get their like, money back. Yeah, they're going to tax it and then probably in about five years, they'll probably have over half of that shit back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because That's why I'm a fan, Tony. I'm a fan of what you're doing because I really think the education part is the 90% and money's only 10. I, I appreciate the argument, but I think if you teach people how to fish instead of giving them fish, they're going to survive and they're going to pass it on to generation. Well, well I, the problem is this. The, the issue is this. In, 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 in the hood, you know, your chances of getting out of there are very slim to none. The debt, the debt is already stacked against you when you're born in in the projects. It's almost like it, it's made for you not to get out. I mean, you gotta battle drugs. You gotta battle uh, low income. Just living in a low income area, which means high crime area. You gotta figure out how you gonna make money to survive. Cause you, nine times out of ten, you probably. You know, it's a single parent household nine times out of ten. How you gonna help your mama or help your daddy? If your daddy ain't there, he probably in jail because he was out there trying to hustle so he could put food on the table. But the cops called him and Joe Biden said, hey, you got to go to jail for mm. 50 years for weed. You know, mm. thanks to his crime bill. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's almost like it's almost like a debt. That's why I said. The, if you want to, if the government really want to help black people, what they would do is pump money into those areas and start at the youngest area with the kids and show them, hey, this country cares about your progression. Now, obviously, you can't, the government can't go in there and put everybody in a nice ass house, but right. we got to, the government has to start somewhere. But my the thing is this, the people I talk to don't care about stuff like that. They care about Nancy Pelosi and taking a knee with wearing Kente cloth. They like stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, look at that. They're taking a knee. <laughs> Bro, I hate that shit so much. Because it went from Colin Kaepernick taking the knee for police brutality. Now everybody just do the shit. Just take a knee. Uh, oh, oh, you don't. I mean, let me take a need to show I support you. No, I don't need all that, man. Where is the money? Where is the money? Because you can't get nothing done in America for free. That's the problem here. So, when you're in the low income areas, how you gonna get them kids through high school to college? You need money. That's a lot of them turn to drugs and turn to gangs. When I say drugs, turn to selling drugs. Uh, Turn to gangs because they're trying to make money. If they, that's why you don't, you don't, you don't see kids in the suburbs joining gangs at that rate. You may see them try to ride down to the hood, but guess uh -huh. what? They at night, bring their ass right back to the suburbs. Oh yeah, safer. Exactly. So, <laughs> can I ask it? Can I ask just go off the hook uh, here and go ask you? Um, so the people that are flooding in this country that that apparently are getting more priority than in black communities are are they leaving? high crime 
low poverty, you know, or high poverty places to come here? And are they making it work? Hell yeah. So how is that possible? I'm going to tell you how it's possible, man. Because one thing about illegal immigrants, man, that I always respect, those parents, those adults who come here, they sacrifice everything uh. just so their kids can be successful. That's it. Now, where where is that mentality taught at? They will come here, the parents, 30, 40, 50 years old, go in the field, pick strawberries for $5 an hour just so their kids can be successful. That's it. And, and, and that is a threat to blacks because guess what? Those kids who come from those families... Those are the ones putting forth that effort in school. Those are the ones going to college. Those are the ones who are going to get the jobs that black people should be getting. You see what I'm saying? But those illegals, bro, I don't know no Americans that sacrifice like illegals do. They would well, that's do- Go ahead, my bad. Right. That's my point. Is is what I'm getting at is is I do support uh, schools should be funded. Period. It should be a total separate fund. Our children should be the most important thing in the world. But mm-hmm. that's my point. Where I'm trying to I'm trying to deal where the money is more important because they're not doing it with money. I mean, they do have some securities where they can go to a hospital get health care, you know. But they're not doing it with money. They're doing it with mind. Well, they're doing it with a little bit of money because they come over here and they can they they use benefits that regular American citizens get that they shouldn't be getting. The government has put in place plans, programs that they can participate in, even though they're illegals. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's one of the whole purposes of, uh, of, uh, of DACA. You see what I'm saying? Those kids, like, they were trying to tell me, DACA's for the kids. I'm like, the kids shouldn't be here in the first place. Mm. But, they, but they have a program that supports them and when they shouldn't even be here. You see what I'm saying? And what I would say about uh, black people in our situation is that I think sometimes we don't take advantage of some um, programs because I think a lot of us are just uninformed on programs available. Yeah, Yeah, I was about to say that the majority of us, uh, they don't even have a clue. Yeah, just uninformed because at the end of the day, you're not worried about if you're in the hood, you're not worried about a fucking program. That's you're right. About how you gonna keep your lights on? How you gonna put food on the table? Don't get robbed, trying to keep your kids out of games. So trying to be an entrepreneur or try to take advantage of the program, that's not your priority. See, illegals can do that because they don't really have shit to lose when they come here. You know what I'm saying? And how how'd you say it? They can always go back. Yeah, and the shit fuck yeah. up. They just What's the worst that's gonna happen? They get deported back to uh wherever they came from, mm-hmm. back to their homeland. But I, I I will say this, man. When I was stationed in Germany, I went to a Korean restaurant, and I had asked the uh, one of the owners, and it was a female. I said, "How how do you guys do it? You know, you come here to Germany, and now you own a, a restaurant." And she said, "Sacrifice." She said, "We will live one in an apart one family in an apartment. We might branch out to a house, but everybody's in that house. We'll have like at the most two cars, but we always start out with one, and we make it work. We we'll make it work. It's not all about everybody get their own apartment, everybody get their own bedroom, and things like that. It's all about that sacrifice because you are doing it for the next generation, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then here in America, they take advantage of programs." That was for black people. Mm. Every so, program in America for non-whites was for blacks. <laughs> Point blank. Without blacks, there is no immigration. Mm. Without so blacks, there is no uh, uh, affirmative action. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff in this country is because of black people, white people. You, you did the slavery. They said, okay, let's put some programs to get the black people on their feet. But what happens is immigrants come here and they take advantage because guess what? When immigrants come here, uh, especially non-white immigrants, the first place they set up shop is is in the hood. Yep. Black areas because black people, we so, you know, try to be friends and shit. We accept them. Come on in, live in the hood with us, man. You know, because you're not 
you know, you're not white, so you're one of us. When in reality, that immigrant don't really give a fuck about black people. He doing his thing for what he got going on. And, and another thing is <clears throat> what they what they see is not as bad as what we may see, you know, based off of where they came from. Right. You know, you might have like a one, two bedroom apartment and they're like, man, this is a mansion compared yeah. to, you know, that little straw hut I came from or mm -hmm. whatever, you know. So especially if they're in a, like a war torn, torn country and they come over to America. Yeah, the hood is bad, but they're like, it ain't that bad. Yeah, you, you, know? Ain't getting, you know, you ain't getting blown up. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, so, is, see, yeah. it's the biggest thing. Like when people say, uh, hey, man, you should go to uh, like think of last year. They had this big little movement. Black people moving to Africa. I think of moving to Ghana. But this is your problem. When immigrants come here, they have programs to help them. If a black person, hell, if an American moved to any other country, ain't no program there to help your ass. Mm -mm. You on your own. You know what I'm saying? That's why people come here for the opportunity and they know they can take advantage of programs that's out there to assist them. You know? So why why is why do you think it's um it's a challenge to do the same thing in the black neighborhoods in that in that hood that these immigrants move in? Like why can't they come together? Why do they choose a gang instead of consolidating resources and try to uh, open a business themselves or why is that a challenge? Because you got to be in a position to do stuff like that. Nine times out of 10, the adults in the house, they're not in a position to open a business. They're not in a financial position to go down and get a loan from the bank to open a business. And it, half the time when you are, the bank don't even give it to them. You know, they're just, they, uh, you know, a couple months back, I posted an article about predatory lending against blacks by, by Bank of America, by all the big banks. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And... Some of it is uh, just the way we, we are brought up in the hood. We're not brought up. You know what? Back in the day, if you look back before, and I hate to say it, but before uh, desegregation, when we were segregated, blacks looked after blacks. Point blank, period. You know what I'm saying? That's why you, you, you used to hear black people say, you know, it take a village to spoil a child. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll see when you live in a black area back in the day, even when I was a kid, you know, you couldn't really do nothing wrong outside because, you know, everybody was your parent. You know, Mike, what you doing over there? Yeah. I'm going to tell you. Nowadays, it. It's not like the nowadays. It's like, you know, everybody for themselves. And how do you see that? Mike saw it on my Facebook page when I was talking about blacks as a whole. And the dude want to debate me, and the first thing he say is, "I'm good." Not what can we, what can right. I do so we can get better? I'm good. So I think a lot of us, uh, my age and generation below me, uh, they taught look out for yourself, take care of yourself, self love, mm -hmm. uh, think of something else because they always got all. Yeah, ain't nobody else gonna stuff. do nothing for you, so you gotta yeah. do for yourself. You gotta do it yourself. Yeah, uh, but. And that's I tell people that man I res man I respect that man how those parents bro that's why you don't see it. how many times you see a Hispanic in the old folks home. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh -uh, that's a violation. Because, yeah. because those kids when they get older understand recognize the sacrifice. They know without my mama and daddy doing this bullshit, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. No way I'm mm. putting them in a the home. Right. Yeah. You know, I ask that too because if, if you you don't know, I've got Hispanic in my family. My wife is from Peru. Mm -hmm. um, parents are like great. Even my father-in-law, he doesn't even speak uh, much English. Mm -hmm. So he's coming to this country and he survives. And my mother-in-law has taught me a lot of stuff. Like I've even been to her house in Peru, and literally her house is like the most beautiful house in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And she don't have a lot of money. You know, she doesn't even have a lot of money here. Um, She's fine with the small things in life. She gets her hustle on. She'll go find work. And if not, she she always taught me. She's like, you don't need money to clean your porch. You can get right. out there and sweep your porch with a tree branch. You right. can present yourself as a respectable human being and still be poor. And you will go further. And and that just like sunk with me. Like I'm like, okay, so if I got all the money and, and I, my house looks like crap and I present myself horrible I'm not going to get any further than her. So to me, that's why I'm, the money kind of, and we've already agreed that the money corrupts politicians. Yep. So I just, every time I hear money is a solution, it makes me cringe because I think it's way deeper. And I think money's a distraction. 
it's a you could, you could say it's a distraction, but this is America. Sure, it's, it's definitely necessity. Capital, we need money. Sure, capitalism, and you cannot get nothing done here without money. I mean, you can't. I think I thought talking to my homeboy, and you know, COVID nineteen supposed to be this big old pandemic. He went to go uh, get a COVID test. First thing they asked him is, "Who's your insurance? Who you got insurance with?" Uh, so they said, "You know, fuck your health. Who's your insurance carrier?" Yeah. Right. You know, you need money in America, point blank. Period, man. You can't get nothing done. That's why you see these corporations pay these uh, lobbyists millions of dollars to get their issues pushed to the front. That's why they pay off these politicians because of money. And if you want. Speaking on the whole country, if you want to get the whole country on track, the fir- first thing you got to do is get money out of politics. Like, I never understood you running for president. Why do we have to donate to your campaign? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never got understood that neither, man. Why do we donate for what? So you can well, pay to put ads on TV? Well, let's be serious, Tony. Are we the ones donating or is this the special interest donating? Hey, I think it's a combination. It is. Yeah, but my thing I really is, do. See, I know why special interest doing it. Why is a regular person sending in five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars for what? Why are you paying for? And every person who runs for president has money, so yeah. we know that. And they get and they get a little fun to dip in to help pay for some of the stuff. So why are regular Americans funding? You know, rich persons run for the presidency. I never understood that. Why do they? Special, well, you know why that? special interests do it. It's just like you yeah, talk about the lobbies. Yeah, because they want yeah. they want their 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 person mm-hmm. in there. You know, and I you know and exactly what I told my boy. Uh, I was talking to my homeboy the other day, and I said, "How does Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, make two hundred, three hundred grand a year, but it's worth one hundred and twenty million dollars?" Yeah. How was that? I don't care if she served 50 years out there. Yeah. $120 million. But you know what people tell me? Hey, stay out of her pockets. She might be investing. I'm like, she ain't investing. She putting the needs of her people who pay her above us. And for some, it's like, but for some reason, people don't understand that. I'll be like, bro, that's, I can't break it down no simpler than that. Yeah, but you can go back to the first you know, a couple of minutes of the episode when you're saying nobody wants, they don't want to hear that. They give yeah. them a pass. And nobody wants to hear about it. her worth. Why is she worth 120 million? Nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah. You know, nobody wants to talk about it. Just like, because they uh, like her. Just like when uh, COVID-19 hit and we, me and my wife, we was in San Francisco in February last year. So we got in and got out right before they started like doing the shutdown and stuff. And Nancy Pelosi is on TV saying, hey, this was March. She would say, hey, come on down to Chinatown. Everything is fine. And I'm like, y'all don't see that? Y'all mad at Trump for, you know, I guess taking his time, whatever they was mad, whatever he's, I don't know what he's supposed to do for the virus. I don't know. But they mad at him. And I'm like, but Nancy Pelosi, you know, said everything was fine. Come on down to Chinatown. You know what I'm saying? Blatant hypocrisy, and it gets ignored. Yeah. Hey, Tony, uh, we're going to have to close up here because uh, I really appreciate this. We're definitely going to have to get you back on because uh, this is a good, stimulating conversation. I, I don't think he said enough, though, man. Well, sure, but we've got <laughs> it <laughs> at some point, right? You know, I'll talk all day, bro. I'll yeah. my mouth, man. we got to cut it at some point. So we're going to get you the chance to do the last word here. As, uh, as I explained, uh, pull the pin, give you an opportunity to just pick something out of the world. It, it could be anything you talked about. It could be just totally irrelevant. Um, and just pull the pin on it and let everybody know you want to do away with it. And uh, go ahead, go for it. Uh, hey, like I said, man. That Harriet Tubman $20 bill. I don't know why people on the internet celebrating that shit. You know, it don't do nothing. But like I said, hey, you know, go to the club, throw your Tubmans on them strippers. Hey, black on, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Make it rain with them Tubmans. You know, but they on the internet celebrate, man. Like, like, like we, like we got a major victory here. They gonna put Harriet Tubman on the plane. 
And I'll be like, what, is, what does that mean? What's going to change because Tubman on the 20? No one cares who owns their money. It all spends the same, right? <clears throat> First, you got to have it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got to have it. Where is my $2,000 that Joe Biden promised? <laughs> all right, Tony, we're going to go into a whole nother episode. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, Joe Biden said he going to get in here and he got a $1.9 trillion stimulus package. People telling me, well, Mitch McConnell going to do a filibuster. Mitch, bro, I just read it. He quit. He not doing it. Yeah. Where my money? I don't mm-hmm. care. Why, why are we wasting money to impeach a dude who's not the president? Yeah. Yeah. He not the so we Well, some people say it's just a principle. You send a message to future presidents that they can't incite a riot. And I, I did I did that on purpose, Jim, so he could get started again. Yeah, we, we, <laughs> let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. They are wasted. You know what's funny? How Congress can rush in together, right, to impeach Trump. We gotta impeach him. But they couldn't rush in to give us our damn stimulus package. They gave us that first stimulus package, right? It took them nine months. Hey, hey we're gonna give y'all six hundred dollars. Tony, tell everybody, tell everybody where your Facebook is so they can have these conversations with you. Hey, hey, along. We'll get man, you back on hey, Oh god. But what? like my, I tell people, I don't. I don't add people to my Facebook. I let them request me because I talk shit on my Facebook and a lot of people don't expect it. They'll be like, oh, let me add Thomas. And then they see me railing and going off and then they'll be like, oh, I got to mute him. I'll be like, see, that's why I don't add people to my Facebook. Mm. I let them know. Hey, I talk politics. I talk stocks. And talk shit. I talk shit. Check out what you got to say. Where do they do that? Oh, just uh, Demond Thomas. That's all. But I, you know, I ain't gonna really promote it because <laughs> I talk shit on that motherfucker, man. And, I be, and, I, and I'm one of the people like when I talk shit, I got time, so I yeah. go back and forth with you. Yeah, like, you'll see some of the threads yeah. on my page be long. Mm-hmm. Speaking of time, we are out of time now. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you come back and check out more. And if you're interested, get on the show, come to one of our boot camps. Until then, Godspeed. Hey, and pull the pin. <laughs> <laughs>